Hello, 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 and welcome back to the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, I think he's finally reached his breaking point. Mm-hmm. He has snapped. It is Scotty Westside. I just can't take it anymore, man. I just can't take it. I've got Honestly, these. Honestly, I thought you've been over that edge for a long time. I have man. been over the edge, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just, I just, yeah. I've got these ants, and they made me snap, Zach. <laughs> that's 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 where I'm at this week. The ants have made me snap. The ants. Yeah, I got ants. Well, I had ants in my apartment. Oh, I thought you were saying like because Danny is John's aunt. No, that's a different kind of aunt. That's A U N T. These are aunt A N T. That's an aunt. That's an, an aunt. Yes, my auntie. Uh, these are aunt ants uh, ruining my fucking life right now and snapping me. Ants like the movie with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, is that Sylvester? You're right. That is Sylvester <laughs> yeah. Stallone in that movie. No, Hell not yeah. like ants as in Aunt Z. Uh, ants as in a bug's life. Probably Aunt the superior Z, like Daisy movie. No, like, like World War Z. Jay Z. <laughs> Love a good Z. <laughs> Love a good Z. Little Z. Love a good Z. To my third or fourth favorite Australian Smash YouTuber. <laughs> I know it's very specific, but oddly true. Uh, yeah. How's your interesting? Week All right, dude. Um, well, you know, this is maybe an odd one for us. My week is just starting. It's Monday. Oh, we true. don't do this. Not what the fuck is no. happening? Well, uh, I had ants, so I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Wait, you were hold doing. on. Is that why you couldn't record? Uh, well, no, that was part of it. I really did have ants, uh, fire ants <laughs> Scott, in my apartment. Scott messaged me and he was like, uh, I'm very busy this weekend. I can't record. Yeah, cutscene to Scott literally just having a full blown war with these ants in his apartment. Yeah, they were. Uh, I just good. I was fighting them off. Uh, like it was like and Sylvester Stallone is a tough motherfucker in there. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, yeah, I discovered ants. Uh, this was earlier in the week, and um, <laughs> I am. I don't know if I've ever told you that I am like highly allergic to ant bite stings whatever uh like how some people are bees i am with ants um and yeah i discovered these little fire ant bastards uh had gotten into my apartment somehow fire ants yeah 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 yeah. uh what the worst motherfuckers literal the literal spawn of satan that's why i say bite stings because i've done research on these little bastards they don't actually technically bite you they just use their front mandibles to like latch onto their prey, whatever, and then they swing their ass around and stab repeatedly to inject their juice or whatever the fuck it is into you. Oh, because I love injecting yeah, my juice. I, I knew you would love that one. The stabbing repeatedly, I knew you would love too. Uh, so yeah, I I got like two, maybe three of these stings on my uh right, my second toe of my right foot. And on your toe, yeah, on my toe, fucking terrible. And I am, I have such a terrible reaction to these things 
that my right foot was swollen up like nearly twice the size of my other foot. It was disgusting. Like what? It was legitimately awful. Uh, it's fine now. Swelling, swelling's mostly gone down. Uh, I got this. I gotta, might be kind of a deep cut. Yeah. But do you remember that animated Adam Sandler movie, Eight Crazy Nights? I remember. It. I don't think I ever saw it. The oh, okay. The the old man who is like his friend in this movie. I can't remember his name now, but he has a giant foot. Like oh. one foot is giant. Okay. That's what that's what I thought. Why is that an Adam Sandler thing? Didn't he have like the the frostbite foot in Mr. Deeds? Do you remember that, Mr. Deeds? Uh, he did, yeah. There was something uh, weird with his foot in have... Mr. Deeds, too. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't his foot, it was the old man's foot. Well. Although Adam Sandler does voice the old man also, I think. There so. you go. It's an Adam Sandler's got a foot thing. It's 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 <laughs> It's Quentin Tarantino and and Adam Sandler. They should really do a collab. They love foot stuff. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, they're gone now, or I hope so, and my foot is feeling better, and that's how my week went. So... Hell yeah. yeah. I'm I love how you asked me how my week has been and then you proceeded to tell yeah, me yeah, about yeah, your yeah, 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 problem. Yeah, yeah. I had to tell you. I'm about glad it. that it's uh it's taken care of and I'm glad that uh your foot is normal. Uh now we can do foot stuff together, so that's <laughs> you know, that's you, exciting. It's gonna be a one gonna be a while <laughs> before you want to be anywhere near my feet. <laughs> I might be into well, that. Yeah, true. Are you into big weird Pus filled blisters. Uh, let me just get Ooh. real graphic here. This on sounds the real gross. Oh, it was disgusting. I'll send you a picture later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. All right. Uh, my week was fine. I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. I've been just working, nerding out, Hell doing yeah. photography stuff. Yeah. It's it's been good. Everything is good. Uh, I am good. Thanks for asking. That's an excellent talk. I love how my t- I had like 20 minutes of ant talk prepped and you're like 30 seconds of I'm good. This is why we're such a good team, Zach. Yeah, uh, man. No, but when you push, I pull. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We, just, we should we probably work. move on to the meat and potatoes because I don't know about you, Zach, but I feel like I have. Well, a this is a long episode. This is season yes. eight, episode five, The Bells. And I feel like I have a lot to say about it. I don't know about you. But I think we'll have... Uh, I feel like I also have a lot to say about it. I think we will have some some discussion here. Uh, I think so, too. So we're going to jump right in, and uh, I'm going to start us off here with the recap. Was there anything else? Oh, why don't you do our little thing that we do now here towards the beginning? Oh, yeah, because we're professionals. Yeah, because we're professionals. Uh, after 80-something episodes into Game of Thrones. Uh, if you're not already following the Twitter and Instagram, you can do that at we don't want a pod. Uh, and really, the main reason we want to get this out in front of our episode today uh, is, as you have probably uh, noticed, there is one episode left of Game of Thrones before Scotty and After I wrap this, this series up. Wait, what? After this one, there's one left. Correct, yes. Uh, and we have a lot of things to wrap up after we finish that episode so we will be doing uh one more well i don't know that it'll only be one but we'll be doing a little bit extra after uh after next episode where we want to take your submissions uh hot takes 
call-outs, fun facts, uh, really just thoughts and opinions, uh, whether it's about the show, something we said, or something about Game of Thrones, uh, that you'd like to share. And we're going to discuss and uh, maybe do a little bit of uh, ranking, maybe do a little bit of circle jerking, you know, all the good stuff. So be sure to send us a DM, an email, however you guys want to communicate with us uh, to get those submissions in and we might talk about it on the pod. So that would be tight. Uh, for sure. Everything Zach just said, seconded. Uh, I am really curious. I want people's reactions and opinions and takes on especially like these last couple episodes because I feel like well, there there could be hot takes both ways, let's say. So let's let's get into it. I'm I'm actually very excited for this. So we begin yeah. with our guy Varys writing some spicy letters. One of his little birds comes in and tells him that Daenerys is not eating. Varys says they'll try again. John arrives and Varys tells him that he's not sure where Daenerys will land on the Targaryen hot crazy scale, but he is sure about John. John says he doesn't want the throne, and Daenerys is his queen. End of story. Tyrion goes to Daenerys and tells her Varys has betrayed her. She says that John told Sansa, who told Tyrion, who told Varys. Ergo, it's actually John who is the betrayer. <laughs> She's pissed at basically everyone and executes Varys with Drogon fire. God damn. John speaks with Daenerys, who tells him that she knew this would happen if he told Sansa. John says she will always be his queen and she tries to kiss him, but John can't really get it up anymore now that he knows she's his aunt. She decides to be feared rather than loved then. Tyrion begs Daenerys to not burn the city and save the innocence of King's Landing, but she argues that the future generations will benefit from being out of Cersei's grip. Tyrion says if the city defenders surrender, they will ring the bells. Daenerys tells Grey Worm to wait for her outside the city with the army. She then tells Tyrion that Jaime was captured, trying to return to King's Landing, and that if Tyrion fails her again, it will be the final time. Finally. <laughs> Finally, it's the final time. Uh, Tyrion has a chat with Jaime and tells him that he'll free him if Jaime convinces Cersei to run away with him. Jaime agrees, but says that Daenerys will execute him for this. Tyrion. Tyrion says it will be worth it, then shares a tearful goodbye with Jaime. Arya, Sandor, and Jaime get into King's Landing as the city braces for battle. However, Jaime doesn't quite make it to the Red Keep. Daenerys arrives on Drogon and starts obliterating the Iron Fleet before moving on to the gates of King's Landing. That poor dude that looks like an extra from Pirates of the Caribbean never had a chance. R.I.P. my guy. R.I.P. Strickland? Is that his name? Uh, the Dothraki, yes. Unsullied, and Northern Armies move into the city as Drogon... No, wait. Strickland is... Uh, is from... Is Golden Company, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The Golden Company guy. Oh. <laughs> Who did you think I was talking? Doesn't matter. Uh... Unsullied and northern armies move into the city as Drogon continues to lay waste. Kyburn goes to Cersei and tells her that it's looking pretty, pretty grim out there. But Cersei claims the Red Keep has, has never and will never fall. Hmm. hmm. 
John, Davos, and Grey Worm have a standoff with a bunch of Lannister soldiers who decide to throw down their weapons and surrender. The bells start to ring. But Daenerys is not satisfied and unleashes her fury upon the city and its people. If only John had satisfied her the night before. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grey Worm t- takes this as his cue to start killing unarmed soldiers. It's like this dude hasn't ever, <laughs> hasn't even heard of Geneva or its convention. True. Uncultured. Yeah, yeah. John tries to stop his men from fighting, but the slaughter won't stop. Daenerys and Drogon continue to burn as a horrified Tyrion looks on. Probably thinking, well, I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Jaime and Euron arrive at the secret entrance to the Red Keep at the same time. How serendipitous. Mm. They fight, and Jaime takes several knife wounds, but manages to clutch out a victory, putting Euron out of our misery. Mm. (laughs) Yes, truly. True. Kyburn comes back to Cersei and is like, I'm pretty sure we gotta get the fuck out of this. Shit is really, really bad. We gotta go. Mm. Arya and Sandor arrive and damn, great scene alert. Mm. Sandor tells her not to become like him, that she'll die if she continues to go after Cersei. Arya thanks him and leaves. The Red Keep continues to collapse under Drogon's assault, and this kills some of Cersei's Queen's Guard. Sandor arrives and kills the remaining four, leaving only his brother, Gregor the Franken Mountain Kyburn. Oh, I thought you were going to list Kyburn. Okay, Kyburn <laughs> tries to get Gregor to protect the Queen, but the but that quickly gets him the old Smash Skull treatment. He loves uh, that move. man. I thought you. I thought, yeah, he really does like that. Yeah, That's yeah. like the fourth time we've seen him do yes, it in this show. Truly. <clears throat> uh, Cersei quietly excuses herself, and Clegane Bowl is on. Dude, I remember how hype everybody was for Clegane Bowl. Fuck yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck, dude. We haven't talked about that much, but we will. Yes. Uh, this fight goes hard, uh, needless to say. Mm. Sandor full-on skewers his brother, but he just pulls that shit right out, sheds his armor, and unleashes his final form. Hell yeah. Gregor, barehanded, beats Sandor's ass for a little bit before unleashing his eye-head-crush finisher move. Mm. This is just an episode of Dragon Ball Z. It so is. It's so (laughs) anime. I love it. Yeah, dude. Um, Sandor puts his dagger right through Gregor's skull, then tackles him through the tower wall into the raging inferno below. Q. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. Dude. Foo Fighters, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go, man. Pouring out for my goat, but Truly. Way. That's my fucking guy. Arya runs through the city and tries not to get killed as people panic and run amidst the destruction. Jon and Davos get the northerners to fall back out of the city. Arya awakens injured and choking on smoke and dust. She tries to help get some people out, but they all die anyway. Jaime stumbles into the keep and finds Cersei as she's breaking down. They share a tearful reunion. Jamie tries to get her out through the catacombs, but the way is collapsed. Cersei says she doesn't want their baby to die, 
and Jamie tells her nothing else matters but us as the ceiling caves in on them. That is where the episode should have ended, but Arya had to have a bizarre moment with a white horse. <laughs> and then the episode ends. And then the episode ends. Yeah. Bizarre. Bizarre is... Okay. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about no, here, Scott. There's so much but... to talk about. But... Yeah. I can't wait to hear this. Is season eight good? Hey, season eight might be good, actually. Is Scott. Is my hot and spicy take. Scott, dude, is season eight good? Okay, okay. I want to preface everything that I am about to say, and it sounds like what you're about to say, is that to my recollection, well, obviously, it means I have said this, that you and I, unlike most people, were overall more positive. Not that we loved everything. Sure, but we right. were more yeah. positive than the general consensus was towards season eight. And general consensus, yes. Part of the reason we wanted to redo what rewatch these episodes and really take a critical lens to it was because we wanted to see if that held up, if that was still true. Right. From my recollection, the things I disliked the most happened happened next episode, the final episode. Sure. So and I feel like a lot of people would probably agree with that. Yes, and that's, I think, part of my beef is that people just default to season eight was bad. Yeah. When I think yep. they maybe are actually meaning the final episode was bad. They just didn't like the ending. Right. Because, but but the other aspect of this is I for sure remember people disliking this episode. Uh huh. And I think, and I'll even to add to that, Scott. I I even remember me not liking certain things in this episode. That upon rewatch, I was like, "No, this is good, good." <laughs> hey, this might be the best episode of the season so far. <laughs> Dude, is my hot and spicy take? Um, really? That's interesting. I. Could not I was not expecting that. How much I enjoyed this episode. It's not even okay. like, oh, you know, I watched it under like the best possible circumstances. I was in a really good mood, and I, I just, you know, had, you had, had a, a swollen ant foot. I had a swollen. No, just, yeah, it's not. I I think no, it was actually before the ants. I think, um, or after. I can't remember. I watched this, like, the last night of my weekend, which you're always kind of, you know, like, not happy the last night of your weekend. You're about to go back to work, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I was like, ah, shit, I got to get this done. I wasn't really looking forward to doing it. And then I was just absolutely just riveted and enthralled and consistently, surprisingly impressed by this episode. And I was shocked at how much I enjoyed Dude. it. Dude. You and I have got to stop docking so much. But it's our favorite thing to do. Our heads are constantly fused. Like, let's just super glue while we're docking. Well, yeah, just dock. And make this official. Dock forever. Docking forever. <laughs> Never ending docking. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, how, uh, how do people 
look at this and think this is bad. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Let's let well, at least I need to take a quick step back. Okay. There are some logistical things that I don't love. Okay. And we'll sure. we'll address them. Sure, sure, sure. But from a storytelling perspective, the storytelling is so good in this episode that I can suspend that disbelief yes. for a moment for some of the things that I don't love. 100%. Agreed. I will still call them out because I, you know, I I try my hardest to be objective about this stuff. Yeah. Um, but, man, I'm, I, I was a little concerned because I was watching this episode and I was like, Man, I am really liking this episode. Is Zach's Scott like, going to feel the same way? This episode kind of good, actually, though. Dude, yeah, <laughs> man. There's, there's, um, I mean, look, I think we should probably just jump into yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, to, to segue, one of the perfect examples I have of this is even just the start yes. of this episode. Yep. I recall not really liking the Varus sequence. There's a lot in my limited memory, again, my memory is terrible, that I recall not loving in this episode. But yeah, this time I was like, wait, no, this is actually like very well done for the most part. Very good. Yes. So this okay, included. So let's talk about this Vera stuff. Yes. Um, okay. He's trying to so... just poison Daenerys. Yes. Just to start so, the episode. <laughs> that's just where we're starting. And yes. it's good. So here, here's the, my, my issue here is that I might be putting, I mean, we've already put the cart before the horse. Yes, we have. <clears throat> I think that this episode should have been two episodes. I can see that. And, and I think this might just simply be for some things that I personally would like. Um, didn't hinder the episode, didn't ruin the quality or anything like that, but just maybe my own personal preference would have appreciated some of this. Like this, for example, the Varys stuff. Uh, Varys is scrambling to try and set things in motion. Mm -hmm. And my initial take on it, the first time watching, was this happens too fast. Mm -hmm. Which isn't really fair. Um, a lot of things in Game of Thrones happen fast. Right. Uh, but I think now upon rewatch, I think I've, I understand my feelings towards that a little bit more. And I don't think it's that it's, that it happens too fast. It's simply that I want more of it. I would love to see Varys scheming a little more. Sure. Just because how can you, how can you not How can you that? not you know, want how to can see, you, yes, that. Yeah, so like and maybe maybe some reactions of others to his scheming, right? Yeah. Like uh <clears throat> people receiving those letters. Sure. Like I would love to see that. Um Yeah, I don't know. I just um I I I would have loved that, but man, it's told so concise and intentional and yeah. good. It's I yeah. it's like it's just great. Yeah, I think we're so used to the slow burns of the early seasons that yeah, that the pace of this season at times feels a little bit like oh wait, no, let me let me sit in this and absorb this for a minute, but it's just like 
nah, go, 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 go. And again, yeah, to right. your point on second viewing, it's just, it's, it gets to the point, it's concise and it's good. I, cause you, you mentioned a second ago about how you wish this was two episodes. Yeah. And I think we said something similar or the same exact thing last episode, uh, episode four. Right. And I'm just trying to think of like, from like an HBO like release perspective, because all these episodes of this season are like an hour and 20 ish minutes long. Right. What was their reasoning for? Why not just split them up into more episodes? I would think HBO (laughs) would make more money. I don't know. It's just it was a D and D thing. Okay, sure. Yeah, like I mean that that's that's a whole that's a huge crux in why fans hate season eight so much. And it's I just think that we need to help fans or you know listeners of the podcast like adjust their perspective to the fact that like it's not that the the quality of the content is bad. But a huge production mistake was the fact that the showrunners wanted did not want more episodes. Yeah, I guess a- HBO HBO actually initially, if I'm if if I have my timelines correct, initially wanted it to be a ten episode season. Right. Then even said we could do another season. Right, right, right. and they they turned it down. That's yeah, and yeah, I think you're right. Now that you're saying these things, that that does ring a bell. I'm just saying like even from just a breaking it up perspective, like with what not adding more, just what, what they currently have. I feel like there's room for like one more episode. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, and maybe it yeah, would take, take the 20 like, to 30 minutes from each. Right, one. right. Exactly. Right. And maybe that would have satisfied people. Or I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I loved this various stuff. Um, the, the part that, that killed me, was at the, when Tyrion comes up to him as, as they're there yes. on like the cliffs and the rocks and he just says it was me yes and it's just like they have so much history like so many great scenes that you and I especially have loved and adored between these two true and this is how it is ending that scene hurt me um it's very heavy, yes. especially because especially because Varys lingers on John, thinking yeah. it may have been John that mm-hmm. sold me out. And it's right then that Tyrion cuts in and says it was me. And and, and, and Varys like understands too. He doesn't like get mad it, yes, at Tyrion dude. or like rage or like why. He just kind of like it takes him by surprise for a moment and then he just kind of like accepts it and nods and it's just like god damn Varys. and you have you have to love that that's yes. that's the most various yes. reaction because he's so calculated and he just understands he's one of those characters that has the mental capacity to mm-hmm. i guess just to, to deal with that he understands his place that's he understood so he was the spider and that there was probably no happy endings for the spider yes uh yes, he, he, he i think he told they sing no songs for people like me you know to someone at some point and yeah like he had yes. to know that was probably coming and god yeah this first part hit me hard for sure so let's dive into one other scene part of this whole 
like it, opening sequence with Varys. Mm-hmm. I I want to call out Amelia Clark's acting. Oh, a hundred percent. With her, her and John scene with Tyrion. Oh, well, no, her her and Tyrion, and then her and John. Yeah, yeah. Her disheveled, like afraid and just uneasy acting is so good she is at the end of her rope and that is very apparent yes yes and it's it's one of those things that like okay so i feel like i need to preface this correctly because a lot of you danny fans out there who listen might try and be like ah ha 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 right okay so (laughs) let me let me preface here Another reason that I would have liked another episode here is to see more of this. Sure. Not in the way that many Danny fans say, oh, the turn was too quick, right? The You know, how they say like, oh, like they should have taken longer to build it up or yada, 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 right? Again, for the record, if this is your first time listening, it's been built up since season one. Listen to our podcast. We call it out every single time. That's not what I'm saying. Quick thing but that, speci- I, that I meant to touch oh, sure, on. Sorry. Uh, the Did you watch the pre-episode recap? Like the little previously on Game yes. of Thrones type thing? Yeah, yeah. Really good, by the way, because they had a bunch of lines from like 10 different characters that was mm-hmm. all just like the foreshadowing leading up to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, nah, this came out of nowhere, though. Like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, anyway, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I throw that in there. So that's that's not what I'm talking. I'm not saying that like the build up needed to needed to go longer. You what I'm what enjoyed I want this so more much of this. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, I agree. Seeing her in this state was truly fascinating. Like it, it's an experience I've not had with Daenerys. I've, it is great. I've literally never enjoyed Daenerys more as a character than I did watching this episode. Like and this, this season, this yes, this season, but it's just this episode, all of her scenes, I was a hundred percent on board with with Amelia Clark's acting, with the, the the I think I truly think the realism of her actions, of what she does, the the emotions that she portrays, like I particularly like just adored the john scene so much like the Tyrion scenes were good but um the one with john like i i feel for her so much because she is she has well first of all she feels betrayed by basically everyone around her correct um let's start with that because that's that's heavy man how do you how do you go about that not only not only does she feel betrayed by almost everyone around her, but one of the only people that she truly places her trust in also got killed last episode. Yes, in that's the, yes in the sanding. Well, it's it's been a just a never ending sequence of disasters for Denarian because two episodes ago it was Jora, her Daenerys. her like yes. What did I say? I don't know. Oh, okay, Marion. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I love that name. Like one of her longest compatriots and protectors, Jora dies, and then her best friend. I would say, like, is there anyone closer to her than Missandei? 
Uh, Probably not. No. Her best friend dies in front of her. Then um, her two closest political advisors both quote unquote betray her in Tyrion and uh, Varys. And the one that she loves suddenly doesn't love her anymore. Or it's, you know, it's very complicated, obviously. And she also feels that he also politically betrayed her. And to top it all off, uh, everyone loves John. They adore him. And she has felt none of that since she got here. So how... How can people not watch this episode and understand how emotionally distraught and fragile this human being would be in this instance? Like, I don't. Yes. You you take somebody who's already like on this, like this tip of like, could be violent, right. could be yes. nice. Right. And then you just literally shake the base of that. hmm Everything that is her foundation basically has been completely shaken yeah, and yeah. pulled out from under her, and and toss and yeah, a couple, man, it's just, couple it's corpses over there for good measure. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's portrayed beautifully. It's told beautifully, I think, in this episode. Yeah, and dude, the it is staggering the resemblance that she has to her brother Viserys. Yeah, they did a good in job. This, like in this scene props with to the makeup team and you know all that. Uh, they did great. It's yeah, truly like the when she says like, I have no love here, like it just it reminds me of Viserys. What he said so about like the Dothraki much. when they were in the Dothraki camp, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, man, it's it's just great, dude. It's it's just good. It's really good. Um, yeah, I I loved pretty much all of this opening stuff uh, from the Tyrion. We talked about the Tyrion Varys. Uh, the John Daenerys stuff. Uh, and then, then we get to, is this the, uh, like kind of the second Tyrion Daenerys scene basically where he's begging her to, to basically not burn the city. Um, I think it's very cold dude telling that when he says, when he's, you know, basically begging her, like if they ring the bells, you'll stop. Right. She doesn't actually respond. She doesn't say anything. She, all she does is nod to Grey Worm. And I think that's another very important distinction people need to make. Is that she... That's I, I don't take that as an explicit agreement to anything Tyrion was arguing for here, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, this is another banger scene, honestly. Like the way she lets him start to walk away and then stops him to tell him about the Jamie thing is just chilling again. I mean, yeah, the, the way she tells it. him about the Jamie thing is, is great. Uh, the one thing I didn't like is, is the, this is your last chance. Like our boy has had 28 last yeah, chances. Fair. Totally so, fair. You know, like it, it's also wild that, in in the last day or two, she finds out that her two advisors essentially conspired or betrayed her. She kills one of them, but the other one also <laughs> uh, is on their 87th last yeah. chance. Yeah. 
Maybe it's just, it's just, maybe that is wild she's just that. like uh, there's. I got literally no one else to replace him. I guess I'll keep him around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, John would be a good hand of the king. Yeah, hand I don't, of the queen. I don't think she's very happy with John right now either. Though, yeah, that's is, very, that's is very the problem. True. Uh, anything else about all this Daenerys stuff at the beginning you wanted to touch on? No, just Again, very I, good I just, stuff. Uh, as a whole, I always love the pre-battle stuff. Mm. Like that's that's just where some of my favorite content is in in this show. And uh, yeah, this this is a perfect example of that. It doesn't disappoint. It's great. Hundred yeah, percent. Uh, then we get Tyrion Jamie, which is like a fine conversation. Like him just basically trying to convince. Cersei and Jamie being like she'll never do it then once they start to say their goodbyes it's like yes holy shit see I like I like the whole thing and here okay. here's my take on it the, the whole thing is like is this to me Tyrion is very trying to keep it together yes and that's why it's like a very direct and pointed yeah, no, that's fair. You have to do that. Like, trying to reason, like, trying to make it make sense for Jamie. But when he finally says what he's been thinking, when he says that uh, tens of thousand innocents yeah. or one not-so-innocent dwarf yeah, seems Jesus. like a fair trade to me. What a line. He finally... I know, dude. He finally says what he's thinking there. Yeah. And accepts that that is probably going to be his reality. Yeah. It's then that he's like, I I need to cherish this moment with Jamie more, and and then it breaks down. So I I like it from start to finish because that that that's how I read that. Film, no, that, that's, that scene. That's a good it's, point. It's beautiful, dude. That's a good point. I we love these two. Obviously, this is another. Uh, example of hey when these two characters are together it's more than likely going to be a banger scene and seeing them say these goodbyes as Tyrion is breaking down with you know he's telling Jamie that you know I wouldn't even be alive if it wasn't for you like I would not have survived you were the only one that cared about me it's it's just touching and it's just man it, it hits hard because the only one who didn't see me for a monster right the only one because we've been with these characters for so long now to this point and we see how people treat Tyrion uh right or a lot of people do especially like you know his family his father his sister and the fact that Jamie you know was the one that didn't see him as a monster stuck with him for so long like this goodbye hit is hard it just really does 100% uh, and I loved it um I don't know how the army I did the ar did the army take boats or did they march? I can't remember. How did the army get ahead of Arya and Sandor? Is my I my big logistical question here in this episode. <laughs> Cause a whole army marching does not go faster than two people on horses. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. they could have taken boats. I don't remember, but still though. No. Um. Yeah, then it's just kind of battle prep. Uh, can we talk about this like slow eighties synthy 
like battle prep music. Did you catch on to this? What, yes, I what did. What was that fucking track? It was so good. I do not remember that one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this goes kind of hard, though. Like, shit's got to get a pop off here Dude. soon. That's how it felt. That yeah, track definitely. Went um, crazy. Yeah, you know, okay. I, I think I did something bad in my brain space. Uh oh. <laughs> Love when you do bad stuff in the brain space. But me being a shithead and doing this, I think made me appreciate this episode even more. I was very surprised at how much I liked the Varys stuff. Mm-hmm. I adored the Tyrion uh, Jamie scene. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the battle stuff. And in my head, I was like, oh, well, this has to be where it gets terrible. Right? Like, this has to be where it gets so bad. Okay, (laughs) sure. It's got to happen now. Okay. So I started the battle sequence. In a bad headspace. Just in a bad headspace. Okay. And one of the things that stood out to me is just how stupid it was that Danny flies over the entire fleet and destroys the entire fleet in about 12 seconds. Oh yeah. In about 12 seconds. And also does not get hit by a scorpion. Yeah. Listen, I <laughs> like that's about- one of those things that I'm like, Come on. Yeah, listen, Drogon's got, we talked about this, Drogon's got that agility buff, you know, on. Like, he he has immunity to all, <laughs> um, you know, airborne weapons. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, no, listen, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just, yeah, I just, because the rest of this episode was so good, I just looked straight past yes. that. I was like, I, I don't mean, care. that's that that's that's my overall sentiment. Sure. But it's worth calling out because, you know, there was a tiny piece of the Iron Fleet waiting for them at Dragonstone and they fucking killed Rhaegal. I don't know. Was it a tiny piece or was it the whole thing? No, it was a tiny it was like six ships. I don't remember. Dragonstone um, and King's Landing are right next to each other. It could have been the whole fleet. They just didn't show it. They couldn't have an entire fleet hiding behind okay, yeah, one no, that's lock. That's fair. That's totally okay. fair. It was, it was just a few ships. Those, so, those yeah, Unsullied just, are terrible scouts. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah, just something to point out. It was just a little like, I don't know, just a little stupid no, to yeah. me. Listen, I, I don't disagree. Um... Yeah, the the whole Golden Company didn't did not last long. <laughs> the fucking yeah. Golden Company. Why? Uh, so that's another one. Yes, it's like why even introduce the idea I'm of the Golden Company? Just make it more Lannister soldier. Like you don't need. I don't know. I think the reason they did it was to like even the scales in people's mind of like without putting that. It's like well, Cersei's got no shot, and I mean right. she she realistically had no shot unless they could take down her dragon which you know because of drogon's buffs they could not so i don't know it's just trying to like even the scales hype up the battle more in people's minds i guess but yeah i mean the fact that they did basically nothing i 
part of me doesn't like it, but also part of me is just like, nah, that's dragons, baby. This is why the Targaryens ruled the Seven Kingdoms for so long uh, and had no one to challenge them is because they had fucking dragons because this is what dragons can do, you know? And that's that's kind of just how I look at it. I mean, I, I agree. And something I will say on a positive note here is that like, I feel like this is a more accurate depiction of the power of dragon fire. Right. Which like, we see dragon fire in several other episodes and it just doesn't like yeah. seem it hits hard in this episode. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, she's just got a nuke. <laughs> Straight up does. It's like it's like Drogon is blowing extra hard. There's like fucking force behind <laughs> that fire. And I'm here yeah. for it because it looks cool and it's, you know, effective. Uh King's Landing is made of Legos, maybe, but uh it is yes yeah, so, some effective. of the building like breakage yeah. like w- what does okay here's another thing that i wanted to just call out more more for our lore sure. brains you have this castle in in heron hall yeah that was rained down on dra- with dragon fire yeah then it melts and heron hall melted right it didn't shatter right i mean i'm sure that some parts broke and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, see, you you get where I'm going. No, no, no. Like I, every fire blast, like literally, just punch through Legos. Punch like through. Yeah, it literally was Legos a, a couple times. I'm pretty sure <laughs> they were just building <laughs> Legos. No, this is one of those things that I'm sure the people who who dislike season eight ultra fixate on. Like this or, you know, things like what we thought. Well, why didn't the Golden Company do it? To me, this is one of those things that's like, it's such a small thing in comparison to the storytelling that is happening that I don't care. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, absolutely. The storytelling and the characters behind this episode so far to this point have been so good that these little quibbles like, oh, well, why can't the Iron Fleet hit Drogon? Or why does Drogon's fire suddenly have fucking, like, such incredible force behind it? And the Golden Company did... It's like, I don't... T- minor annoyances. This will not ruin this episode or the season for me. You know what I'm saying? But yes, yeah, I, I feel I like we like, should still call them out. I think that I think that there's weight behind them. I think that if these are things that you do truly care about and you've always cared about, then fine. Sure. Okay. That's that's fine. But if if those same people say that the only reason that the rest of Game of Thrones is good is because they didn't have those issues, then they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Like that's not what makes this show what it is. Right. Like I I hate to break it to you guys, but that's that's not. Yeah. And also, I think those, the the things we just talked about, the small quibbles, as I call them, are what people try and pile on because, from my recollection, the thing that people really didn't like about this episode, obviously, is what we're about to get to, which is the turn, you know, the Daenerys yes. situation. Uh, I think we're, we're the heel. pretty... Yes, the heel turn. We're pretty much there, right? Like, I mean, John and Grey Worm and everyone's moving into the city. Yeah, uh, I, I do. I do want to ask one thing here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know what? Actually, I'm sorry. I I'm a little out of order. This will come after. Okay. Never mind. Disregard. So the Lannisters throw down their weapons. Uh, the bells begin to ring. Tyrion is looking on very, you know, like intensely scared. Dude, the suspense building up to the to the bells ringing also is very good. Very good. It shows Daenerys. And I just don't understand how anyone can can watch this moment and I, I guess it will no, I guess I can understand if they're just like ride or die, Daenerys is my like I want Daenerys to be the hero type of yes. mindset. I guess I can understand that. But if you are just interested in interesting character moments, like even if you, unlike us, love Daenerys to this point, this is just a an I'm sorry, this is an interesting and exciting direction to take her character. In in my mind, in my opinion, like I said, this is the most I've been invested in her in a character, like in this entire show. Yeah, I uh, I and agree it, with that, dude. I go ahead. I was just gonna say again. <laughs> said this a million times. It absolutely did not come out of nowhere. It was not the RKO out of nowhere. It has been built up and foreshadowed. And like literally, even if you only watch this episode and look at Daenerys, if you showed someone this episode alone, I think anyone with any brain could tell, yeah, that lady looked like she about to snap, like for real. <laughs> right. Like, what are we I doing? Think, um, one of the things that I wanted to comment on that uh I think might help some perspective here is this, like we, you and I love interesting characters, characters that have nuance to them, characters that have battles that they're fighting, uh, internally characters like your Jamie Lannisters, your, um, Sandor Clegane, Tywin Lannister, these characters are rich, right? With decision making, they're rich with, um, I mean, several different things because these are all very different characters. Right. But they all flaws. have something they have that flaws. Yes, and they all have flaws. And despite Daenerys not being one of my favorite characters, because I just, I personally am not a fan of her character design and build, like essentially the way that her character chooses to act. Mm -hmm. Her character is not a bad character. No. Right? Her character is actually, truly, for the purpose of what her character is, is an excellently written character. Yeah, I would agree. And, and especially in this moment, it makes me feel so much for her character. Yes. Which is what's so interesting about these conflicted characters because I don't really care about her. Like, I don't yeah. like her. You know, I'm not a Danny fan, but when you list out like how we did at the top of the episode, everything that's gone wrong for her and the the position that she feels that she is in, 
is it logical? No, right? right? But she's not in a logical state of mind. Yeah. And that's what's interesting. Yes. Right? It's it's just so good, man. It's so rich. How can you not just get yeah. lost in in like trying to understand and and feel for a character like this? Like yeah. reskin this, put anybody else on it and it's it's just a beautiful story. It's yeah. it's great. So I I I just wanted to get a chance to say <clears throat> that for uh, I don't want somebody to to just say like, you only like this because you're not a Daenerys fan. Like that's that's not what what's happening here. This right, is no. just excellent storytelling. Yes, and and her character has just become so rich with this type of decision making and this type of conflict that I had just have to appreciate it. It's so good. Yeah, I think a you know a younger woman in in her position writing a a nuke for all intents and purposes uh you know at the end of at the end of her rope betrayed by everyone she feels like she she literally just told john fear it is then you know making this decision in this moment whether it's rational or not like her just unleashing her fury upon the city makes total a hundred percent sense and again it's just it's just an interesting character choice and i love it uh yes the other thing i love is that after this moment they do not show daenerys for the rest of the episode and i think that choice is also excellent uh, because this is where, like, this is like the half, this episode is long and we're going to also go long. This is like the halfway point in the episode, which also yep. shocked me as I was watching this episode. I was like, how the hell is there still half of this left? But the fact that she then just becomes this basically faceless terror that is raining destruction upon the city and you don't cut back to her and show you know how she's feeling or you know the emotions on her face i think is another very interesting and very good choice yeah um, and very I intentional i think obviously uh yeah i i can't i i could not believe as i watched this how how much and how how much i love this moment and how hard it hit yeah, um, it's it's interesting because so you you called out how she tells John, you know, fear or love, right. right? And although this is maybe the first time that she's uh voiced that specific sentiment, show don't tell, baby. Right. Like yeah. this has been her MO always. True. Okay. This has always been her motivation, mm-hmm. fear or love. Will she bend them to her will through fear? with Drogon or with the Unsullied or the Dothraki or will they love her? And it's interesting because I think this this series as a whole shows us really well that like the key to ruling well like John is finding that middle ground which is called respect. Yeah. Right? So it's like it's not just one or the other, the left or the right, the the fear or the love, but there's a middle sliver in there where it's respect, and you you can do a little bit on both sides to get into that middle yeah. space, and she's just not capable. 
Yeah. She's not capable of that. It's 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 either or. And that is how she's always been. And this is just a great depiction of that. It's true. Uh I also think that Grey Worm going going brazy and starting killing dudes also totally makes sense for what he's going through. Like his love just died. Yes. And he's like, Hell yeah, let me kill some Lannisters. Mm-hmm. I hate those fuckers. They took the person I love away from me. Um yeah, and then it's just kind of a lot of slaughter, and it's rough. Uh, yeah, there's some really brutal yes uh, cuts in this. Yes, there, I remember specifically a guy going like this, and his hands getting sliced off. Yeah, like in the middle of his hands. It was just is like this shit. This was one of this has got to be like one of the more violent episodes of the show yeah. ever. I feel like. Uh yeah, I I this episode definitely did not shy away from depicting like the horror here. Um let's see God, what's man, so good. It, it is very good. Uh Oh, Jamie and Euron <laughs> next. Okay, this this isn't like great. <laughs> let, 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 okay. Just, <laughs> let me just uh, maybe the worst part of the episode, I don't know. Uh Okay. I I have I have a headcanon. Okay. I might share with you. Okay. My head cannon is simply that Euron also knows that this is an entrance to get back up to the keep. Okay. And that's where he was headed also. They just happened to be there at the same time. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's suspend your disbelief. The fact that they both <laughs> Yeah. They both happen to find this secret entrance to the Red Keep at the exact same time and walk up is is ridiculous, obviously, but Yes. Whatever. That we have to we have to give, someone has to do something about Euron and put him out of my misery, especially. <laughs> uh and and you know, thankfully Jamie does just that. Uh I don't really have anything else to say about this to you. It's it's a it's an alright fight. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it. I mean, it does get pretty brutal there at the end, Jamie getting stabbed in the Oh ribs. yeah. This whole this whole episode is brutal. Uh, for yeah. sure. Um, because there's another brutal fight upcoming that I absolutely adored. But before that, hey, I know this is going to sound shocking, but Arya and Sandor have a great scene together. Isn't that weird? Isn't that wild? It is. And <sighs> I am kind of conflicted about Aria this episode as a whole. Okay. Interesting. In what way? I Okay, so on the on the positive side, I love that she's been hellbent on this revenge quest. Like mm-hmm. this has been her direction, full force direction. Right. And the only thing that pulled her away from that was the love for her family, right? Right. Pulled her back up to Winterfell. Correct. She, which also I love. Yes. Uh, really, really good motivators and very character-defining, in my opinion. Uh, I also love that her relationship with Sandor is the only thing that is able to derail and completely have her not just be distracted from the revenge quest, but put it to bed. Right. Agreed. I love that. Agree. I love this. What I don't love 
is that this means that Arya, her only place in this episode was for this scene. Yeah, kind of. But we get so much Arya. I see. Yeah. Okay. Considering. Yeah. Like, 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 what is her purpose here in King's Landing other than this scene? Yeah. I see what you're saying, and I think they use her point of view as a device to show us like the terror of the the destruction. The I, terror I and the literally destruction. have that in in my fucking notes, Scott. <laughs> of course you do. And my and my follow up to that is. <laughs> We have take your pick of thirty other no, characters that sure. can do that for us, you know. Um, but whatever. I'm also not going to super complain because I love Arya, and sure, if she gets more screen time, you know, all the better. But I don't disagree with what you're saying. To 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 be honest with you, but again, it's one of those things where it's like this scene is so good. I just don't care. You don't care. <laughs> it just. Again, again, uh, Maisie, Maisie Williams, and um, fuck, why am I blanking on Rory McCann? Rory McCann, their like chemistry and their acting together is is always so good. But especially big props to Maisie in this scene because he he gets through to her, and she looks like kind of the scared young woman that she has not been like in a long time like this is this is terrifying what is going on this is this is a i'm so glad you said this dude this is a very short glimpse of i guess like past the layers of yes all of the hardships that aria has been through right this is a glimpse at her like core right and who gets and through that it's fucking sandor it's fucking sandor dude it's so yeah i mean it's it's a beautiful moment dude i mean really it's aside from the character moment it's also a great scene like yes. it's acted well it looks great and dialogue is fantastic um just God, just man. him him telling her this is what your vengeance looks like this is what i am this is what you will become you you don't want to look at me do you really want to be like this she looks away and he yells again yes look at me look at me it's so good dude and then her (laughs) her thanking him calling him sandor and then thanking him i just like oh i i think i I definitely teared up a little i was just like oh my god dude I fucking love it's these so two. Incredible, dude. And the final scene we get between the two of them did not disappoint. Uh and then yeah, and then Sandor just goes on a fuck your nameless, faceless black queen's guard. They ain't shit. I'm here to fight my fucking. I hope brother. you paid those extras enough yeah, to I let see- me beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> truly they're they're gonna go down in fucking two seconds uh this is only about me and gregor i love how obviously after uh franken mountain destroys kyburn it's so funny the way cersei just kind of slowly tiptoes past everything and just sandor doesn't care He's that's not why it's he's cartoonish. Here. Yes. It's so funny how he's how she's like she looks to the left and she's like, that's a scary motherfucker. 
She looks down and she's like, that's another scary motherfucker. I'm going to just hope. <laughs> I'm going to just yeah. hope. Don't mind me. And, I'll just, I'll yep. just excuse myself. It's so funny. And this is. Dude. Sandor doesn't give a shit about Cersei. He's like, yeah, you go. I don't care. I, I'm here for one reason. Uh, and his ass is yeah. up there. It's so good. And this fight is so anime and I love it so much. It's amazing. Okay. I have a confession to make, Scott. Okay. You don't love it? I don't love their fight. Interesting. I feel like I didn't the first time from what I remember, but I loved it this time. I feel like I didn't the first time and I didn't now. What um, didn't you like about it? So it's not it's not an aggressive feeling, okay? okay. It's not like a, a strong feeling. It's just, I just didn't love it, okay. which is just fine. Um, I... <laughs> There's a, there's a there's a lot of things if I'm being honest. So one of them is just my personal bias, okay? This is not a shot at the quality of anything here. Sure. Personal bias. I don't love the concept or idea of Franken Mountain. Like I don't like the whole like undead overly powerful thing. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I hate I like it's just, it's not a theme I like in no, anything. Yeah. Like give me anything zombies, anything undead, anything horror. No, I'm with if you. If it touches that, I'm not into that. Um, kind of like my take on Thriller Bark. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just don't like that stuff. Okay, fair enough. Moving past that, another personal bias, and this is really nitpicky here. Okay, I hate that they're fighting on the stairs. Okay, like, like there's not room for a big clash of titans. You know what I mean? It's just. I guess. It's just this small, confined, like, fight, and I don't love it. Again, personal bias, okay. or personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing, which is more of like a, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I guess something maybe that, that makes a little more sense, like, story-wise. Uh, Franken Mountain beats the ever-living fuck out of Sandor. Yeah. Smashes him on walls, kicks him down. Like, like I get that Sandor's a big guy, yeah. but how's this dude's head not fucking exploded? Because he's not the way that a freaking tiny ass frail man like Kyburn. He's fucking the hound, bitch. Okay, but you just we just talked about how the fact that like this isn't the only the Kyburn's not the only person he's done that to. Yeah, okay, well, I hate to break it to you, but the Hound is also bigger and beefier than our dude, uh, what's his name, too? Uh, the Red Viper. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't just get, like, a bah, against the wall. Like, dude, he gets beat the fuck up. Yeah. By, by the mountain. Slammed against the wall several times. Like, I'm just saying... I'm just saying, this is a signature move of Franken Mountain yes, now. It is. And, like, I don't know. I just. Listen, as his brother, Sandor is privy to his signature moves, and he did, like, mm. the counter spell. You know, he, like, I've seen your jutsu before, and I know how to counter. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But. Let me tell you. I, okay, I will sorry. put that to bed, okay. and, and, I, and I will say, like, the fight is epic. Uh-huh. Uh, which is good. Um, I do like Sandor in this scene. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and I love his decision, and I love the ending. Yeah. Uh, so those things are are my positive takes on it. It's just I just have personal beefs, like that's, personal, just like fine. Eh, I don't like that. I don't think any of your beefs are are, are like crazy unreasonable. Um, I I I do want to say like I don't think this is like the best one on one fight in the series, like sure. by any means. I just think, well, and I don't think it's supposed to be that. No, I just think for the hype, and we hadn't we haven't talked about this much, but like the idea of Clegane Bowl was like such a popular and hyped up uh idea uh amongst the fan base like book readers uh especially for the longest time um so the the fact that we finally got it is just very hype and cool as an idea to begin with and what i liked about it was just how like obviously i love sandor in it like how matter of fact he is the beginning when he like you know he knocks off the helmet and he sees this just absolute fucking terrifying monster and just is completely unfazed by it and just goes like, yeah, that's you or whatever he says, you know. And then yeah. at some point as he's getting his ass beat, he's just kind of like like laughing through it, you know, laughing through the pain. Like he re- like he's just kind of in this space of like, how do I kill this fucker? Like, what do I have to do? Just kind of losing it. And then, yeah, just the way he the the way it ends, I think, is definitely the best part where he just fucking tackles his ass through the wall uh, and they fall is just like, yeah, like it's again, I don't think it's like the greatest fight in the whole series, but it was definitely like an epic moment. And you you brought up the uh, you brought up Clegane Bowl. So just a little bit of a little bit of cool stuff for for you listeners and uh followers of the pod who maybe have not read the books or maybe are just new to the show mm-hmm. uh there was a point if you guys recall back earlier where everybody thought sandor was dead yep um and even in the books had no idea that he was still alive there were some whispers that he may be alive in the riverlands um but there had just been a extremely hyped and favorite fan theory that he was not dead and that we would eventually get the Clegane Bowl Mm -hmm. where we would finally, finally get to see the Clegane brothers fight to the death. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it had just been hyped for a very long time. A very long time. Longer for Scott, of course. Obviously, Scott's got a little bit more history with, with the series than I do. But even even with me up until like getting up to that point and not knowing what was going to happen with with the hound, uh, that was definitely something that I was like, man, I want this so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, exciting. So. It's exciting stuff. Um, then we just get yeah a, a lot more of Arya running through the city, a lot more destruction, a lot more brutality. Um. I don't really want to talk about that anymore. Ari is boring this episode, in my opinion. That's like, fine. I other than her uh, her scene with Sandor. I do want to say, I kind of like the way. I don't know. There was something about the way that she she try she makes the decision. She's trying gonna help save some people, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't matter. Like they just fucking get yeah, killed. Yeah, that's regardless. that's very brutal and very um. Not sure the word I'm trying to use here, but just like very real. Yeah. Uh, I liked that. I appreciated that. Yeah. Because. That's, okay. That's that's a good call out. That's I good. I think it's. 
Well, I don't want to go. Well, it, it, never mind on that. But I just I think it was an interesting <laughs> like, again, I think what you said about we get a lot of Arya in this episode and she really only needs to be there for the Sandor scene is is not inaccurate. Um, but I did like that, you know, she at least tried to save some people. She tried to do some good and it kind of just fell apart on her, which is rough, but yes. I think still interesting. The, the, you know what, since you're talking about it, the one scene where she's got the mother who's taken the daughter. Yeah. Uh, the mother's really hurt and she's just like, here, please save my daughter instead. And you can see, oh, this, the impending yeah. doom yeah, 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 yeah. of Drogon turning to go down this street and because the daughter up. starts to go with Arya, but then runs back for her mother, right? And that's how she, she gets, gets she killed. She gets then. scared, right? Oh, and Arya is okay, just yep. like, "Come on, come on!" And Arya just has on. to go and abandon her, basically. And Arya has to be like, "Okay, like I'm going to die if I don't." Yeah. So she just lets yeah, her yeah. go, and f- they just get lit up, man. It's, Again, it's I think wild. it is this. This show has never been about the common people if you will like this is a show about the power players you know like the yeah of course the the big dogs but in this episode i i did appreciate that they kind of put us put us on the ground level put us in the trenches and let us experience how like just the the terror the destruction the like the brutality that that was going on um yes. i think that was effective so uh is this just, I think, our last thing, the Jamie the Jamie Cersei stuff? Jamie Cersei. All right, hit me, Zach. What do you think? Okay, so I think that this is maybe my hottest take. Okay. Comparatively to how passionately people hate this. Uh, I consistently feel, or I consistently hear, even now, years after it's finished, that Jamie deserved better, that mm. Cersei deserved a, a more epic death. And while I think that that sentiment can be true, I kind of think this is extremely fitting. I think it's like, fitting as well. I think it's extremely fitting. And a lot of people, they romanticize like the, the death experience, which I, I get that. Like that, it is Game of Thrones, so like I can't fault anybody for feeling that way. Okay, <laughs> it's not a call out. Right. Just the, the the death experience is romanticized in this show in a way that like, like oh Arya should have killed Cersei, right? Or John should yeah, have killed the Night King. Yeah, but but wasn't Arya's arc and scene? And her putting to bed the idea of revenge here. Such a beautiful close to that chapter of her life with Sandor. Yes, it like, was. <laughs> like, like so so with things like that, it's like Arya shouldn't have like when I I've already experienced this now. I've experienced this incredible closure right. to Arya's revenge quest. That no, Arya should not have killed Cersei. Like right. that's that does not make sense. Uh and then Jamie deserves better. This one is hard to talk about because you know how much I love Jamie. Yes, we love Jamie. And and would I have loved more from his character? Yes, but you and I talked about this last was it last I can't remember now. Whenever last he episode, left right? Brienne, basically. When he leaves yeah, last episode. 
Um, was that last just like yeah you're right yeah (laughs) jeez uh you and i talked about this man like his love for cersei is like a drug like he relapses and and that's it it kills him like it is so fitting i feel like yes see this is where i think I think we can compare and contrast like what happens with Jamie and where his 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 storyline kind of goes with I think the way a lot of people feel about Daenerys. It's like, oh, my favorite hero did a bad thing and now she's a bad guy and I don't like that. And I think right. those feelings are fine if that's how you feel. Like that's fine, but what I don't want to hear is like Oh, this is bad character writing. Because that part is just simply not true. With Jamie, you and I talked about how very conflicted and torn we were by his leaving Brienne and him deciding to go back to Cersei. Because on one hand, it was like, this is a very, like, interesting uh, and probably true to the character way for him to be written do i want better for him because i like this character do i want him to live happily and you know have a good ending for sure but also i appreciate good character writing and i feel like you know at the end of the day that's what was what is more important and would some part of me love to see Jamie get a happy ending at the end of the day? I'm sure I would, but it wouldn't be true to his character and the journey that he has been on. You know, we talked a lot about his, yeah. his redemption arc, so to speak, but he also had plenty of backsliding moments on that redemption arc. And at the, at the end of the day for Jamie, it just, he could not, change who he was and who who he was was he loved cersei yes and next to jamie as well cersei we can't like we can't really get out of this conversation without also having the same conversation for cersei sure because she's just as notable just as powerful just as well written and complex of a character maybe not as complex but extremely complex still sure and there's this interesting thing that happens with Cersei where, you know, she's known for being a menacing queen and a fierce mother, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Jamie tells Tyrion in their scene, every terrible thing she's ever done has been for her children. Yes. <laughs> but also, her her means to protect her children has to do with this, like, just inherent need for power. Yes. In her brain, power equals protection for her children. Correct. Okay. And so this, you you have these two sides of like what makes her character, which is the love for her children and her, I don't know that I would call it lust for power, but her need for power to, right, right. to support her love for her children. And it is literally that that gets her killed. Yeah. She is buried underneath the castle that to her was, was her meant protection. protection yep 
that oh yeah it's, that's, it's a good, just, that's a good call it's very thematically it's a, fitting it's gorgeous yeah. yeah dude i i love it yeah and and the only person that's ever been able to somewhat calm somewhat understand somewhat temper her. empathize with her temper her who she does genuinely love but she loves in a lustful way i feel like not the way that she loves her children the way that she loves her her uh the the power sure is there to say hey it's all right yeah and and also you're my drug and i'm and i'm relapsing and i'm yeah. dying right here it it is it really is like truly is an extremely fitting end for it's the both kind of them. Beautiful and i love it when you break it down that way <laughs> like i love it the the way kind of just the pure relief and happiness that was on both of their faces when oh. jamie stumbles in there yes it's dude. just like there i shouldn't feel this happy for these like bad characters not bad you know in the way that they're poorly written like they're evil i guess yes but again sure. evil is also very weird and subjective in this show uh the bad guys quote unquote is just like i shouldn't feel this happy seeing them have this reunion but just like just the elation and the relief from both of them was just like so palpable it just it it hit home and then obviously Cersei has the moment when she doesn't think they're going to get out when she's just breaking down and like, you know, just talking about her child, her baby, how she has to protect her baby. And it it really is, I think, yeah, just a, a beautiful. I love how you talked about how you brought up like kind of the the symbol, the, you know, what Cersei has used to protect herself is literally what ended up killing her, like collapsing upon her. Um, yeah. And her, like, her status beautiful. and her being this, like this symbol, like her being this revered icon of power to the, to the realm. And in her death, nobody will find her body. Yeah. Nobody will recognize her. Like she's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous, man. I think it's, I, I, I went into this scene being like, oh, here we go, the the castle fall scene, you know, because I remember this and I think I've let the internet and and fans kind of corrupt my memory of this. I, I look, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I do recall being a little underwhelmed with this the first time I saw this. But man, this second watch, I I was floored at how much I loved it. Yeah, I I think this is another thing. You and I have talked about this before about many different things but like this is like the weight of expectations problem because yeah. i i feel like even us who did enjoy season eight more than most people still had a lot more disappointment in a lot of things that i'm feeling now re-watching this episodes now that the weight of the expectations of this is the final season of like one of my favorite shows of all time is is lifted and gone I can enjoy it for what it is and what it is is actually really good small quibbles aside there's a lot of really good stuff here yes. and 
this moment for sure, I think, is one of them. I, th- I, 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 I don't know what more people could have wanted from like a Jamie and Cersei death here in this moment. Well, and I, I think that people can't, or people struggle, I shouldn't say can't, many people struggle to put themselves in that headspace because to them, the issue comes before that. To them, the issue comes with Jamie shouldn't be here. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. You know, sure. like the issue comes with Cersei or uh excuse me, Arya should kill Cersei. Uh or Jamie should kill Cersei, right? Like, I mean, there was a lot of yeah, people that oh, were on that, that was a big one. Which yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. also had that happened, would it have been true to the arc that we the arc and what I've appreciated from what we've seen from Jamie's character? No. Could it have worked if it was done a little differently? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there is that was a big a theory of, that I ascribed to for a while was that Jamie was going to kill Cersei for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Could have been cool. Uh, it could have happened before him leaving Brienne. Yes, no, could 100%. Never have happened At that point, yeah, yeah, no, that, that ship had sailed. Um, but anyway, okay. Good conversation, Scott. I'm glad, I'm glad that we got to hash out my thoughts for this Jamie Cersei scene because I was really worried that this would be the spot that you and I did not align on. Really? And, yeah. Um, and... I think you helped I, me like it more than I did. Like, I already thought it was, like, like a, a, a good moment, a good scene. Um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't... I really am curious as to for all this, the season eight haters. And again, to my recollection, I think most of the things that I most strongly disliked are coming next episode. So sure. Bear that in mind. But specifically, I remember this episode getting a very bad reception. Uh, I wonder how many of these people that think it's shit have, Given it another rewatch. I still to this day on Twitter and on TikTok, I still to this day see people comment on like, like House of the Dragon stuff. Nope, won't watch it. Oh, they ruined yes. Game of Thrones. 100%, it's like, dude, 100%. fuck off and grow up, dude. Yeah. I literally God, have a, so uh, stupid. a friend at work <laughs> who refused to watch House of the Dragons because of season eight of game of thrones is all he'll say about it despite like five or six of the other one of us when when house of the dragon was happening every fucking monday morning coming in and just raving about how fucking incredible it was and how he needs to watch it no season eight season eight it's just like dude grow the fuck up (laughs) if you want to feel that passionately don't support benioff and wise anymore like these the, are well, different I showrunners. I don't think they do. Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's I what I'm what saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, do you watch anything HBO does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah, exactly. How are you, you boycotting HBO as a whole now? Like, yeah, fuck yeah. off, dude. Yeah, <laughs> fucking no. grow up. Uh, or at least, like I said, listen. Yeah. If you are out there and you have given season eight multiple watches and you still hate it, you know what? Hey, you do you. Like that. I, you know, I suppose I can't fault, but I truly am curious for all like the people that just it's terrible. Uh, the Internet has told me it's terrible and I agree. Uh, look at all these little nitpicks. Why? Why is Drogon dodging every scorpion bolt? This is some bullshit and moved on like. 
give, give put some suspend your disbelief a little bit let the the characters and the storytelling sweep you away because the, these are the same people that will have nothing to say about john not getting fucking trampled in battle of the bastards like you, you're not going to say anything about that but you're you have a problem like these issues are relevant and happen all throughout the series yes guys. This, this is, is not an this I- is how fantasy works yes you, you have to be aware of this like so yeah. I, also, I, if you damn. if you watch through all of season seven and you want to complain about season eight, sh- go grow the fuck up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Season seven is so much worse than season eight. It's not even close. If you wanted to complain about the show, you should have given up on it after season seven. Like, yeah, come on. I agree, dude. Holy shit. Uh, one quick note I just saw that I really want to call out. I am glad they showed the green wildfire caches. Exploding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that yeah, makes nice like, yes, nice touch. It makes the whole widespread destruction of the city also more believable that it's not just like a oh, one dragon is doing all this, you know, like, no, he's like setting off wildfire explosions also, which is fucking up the city. Uh, I thought that was really cool and a very nice touch as well. Agreed. Agreed. Um, man, okay. the Aria stuff, the Aria white horse thing. Oh, what right. Do we, do we need this? to talk about this? <laughs> I mean, why? Look, why we, we've been extremely nice. Not end. That's true. With the collapsing. That's where it should have fucking ended. Yeah. And I'm so genuinely that's where the second episode in this episode should have ended. <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, what's the deal with this horse, Zach? Uh, tell me about this horse. I no, I was hoping you would tell me. Oh, I have no. This is weird. I have no idea what's going on. It's a, it's symbology, man. Symbolism. I don't know. It should should have ended about uh, a minute earlier. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I just don't get it. That, uh, she could have woken up and ridden off on the horse at the beginning of the next episode. Like you, you literally had a perfect ending, and they did blow it. I'll, I'll, I'll shake to that. If someone wants to be like, nah, episodes fucked because they fucked the ending. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah, okay, sure, I'll shake to that. That was, yeah, they, who, they blew like, it. Like, I just, I want to have an honest conversation with whoever's call that was to I put do. that scene afterwards. Okay, yes. No, I thought you were going to say something different. Yeah, that's it's weird. It's very weird. I don't yeah, know. I don't that, get it. I don't know what that's about. Anyway, what I um, want what I was alluding to earlier when we talked about the hey, send us in you know, your questions, comments, spicy takes. I would love some direct feedback on this episode in particular. Because I want to okay. hear from people if if you are out there and you totally disagree with us you think we are you know drinking the kool-aid sucking the dick of this episode and we're idiots and it's absolute trash i want to hear exact reasoning and not like and and come on give me more than just like the small bullshit we already called out and acknowledged like i i want i want some real juice um and i'm also very curious if there are other people like like us who have rewatched this and felt as strongly then as we did about it. Like I am right genuinely surprised how much I enjoyed this episode on this watch. 
Like, I could not believe. And I kept it, thinking about it for the next several days. So I watched this episode several days ago. And I kept thinking about it. And it was just yeah. getting better in my mind. It, it makes me wonder, like, what other shows <laughs> might actually be good, but the memory of them is tarnished? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say what other shows are so good that people are, like, comparing this to that they're like, no, Game no. of Thrones season 8 is shit. No, no, no. Like, what I'm saying is, like, has anybody gone, like, okay, and by the way, full disclosure, not a fan of this show here, but has anybody gone back and watched Lost and then yes, and been times. like, okay, is it as bad, is the ending as bad as people say it no, is? No, like, that's, well, that's another thing, and I was going to talk about this more next episode, but since you brought it up, <laughs> I, one of the things that we've talked about this a little bit as well, but like, it frustrates me to no end when people say an entire show is shit when the final season or the final episode or just the ending is bad because that is a hundred percent the lost problem like the final season of lost is not great and the ending is not great it's it's okay at best but that doesn't take away the journey like the whole journey versus destination thing like reward i don't know what the exact phrase is but like it's like why are you turning on all the fun times and all the good seasons and episodes that you watched because of one or several episodes worth of bad experiences i just don't understand that mindset if if yeah. if it's a movie i can get it because a bad ending can ruin a movie because it's a much shorter time. It's a much shorter time investment. Uh, and you don't have, you know, the emotional investment in a two hour movie that you do with a dozen hour, you know, several years long show. Like, I will totally agree with that. A bad ending can absolutely ruin a movie. But even if a show is great and then the ending fumbles it completely. That doesn't discount the great stuff for me. Like I just don't understand yeah. that mindset. There's also there's also a, a community mindset problem, like a, a a hive mind problem that no, happens. No, community is perfect. Don't call out community. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, with with shows like this that are just so, I guess, Widespread. prominent in pop culture. Yeah, yeah. Uh the masses are experiencing it together. So the masses decide on their opinion together. Yeah, that's true. And it's funny how this happens because I have had several, uh, friends who over the last couple of years have decided, you know what? I'm finally going to give this game of Thrones show a shot. And they're like, you know, it could have ended this way or that way. But overall they're like, that was great. Like, all it's the way through when, they've said this yeah 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 exactly like like there's 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 been a couple even that i've been like i'm curious your thoughts on the ending you're probably you probably don't live under a rock you've probably heard the ending's not great um i am personally a little bit more you know um forgiving when it comes to the last season i'm curious and i've and i've had people be like 
like I can see some of the issues, but like overall it was still very good. Yeah. I and so when people are left to like actually process their own thoughts and actually right. just experience it for what it is, it's it's like, hey, it, it can it can be good. You know, and maybe this, you know what, maybe this is an us problem, Zach, is that we just spend too much time on Twitter or <laughs> online Dude. or, you know, we're we're actually just giving a platform and a voice to the, you know, the vocal minority and yes. everyone else out there listening is just like, no, dipshits, like, we get it. We we liked it, too. What are you fucking talking about? Like, honestly, I feel like this episode has been an hour and a half of us, like, kind of complaining about complainers which is an irony in and of itself i guess yeah um so i don't know how coherent this episode is gonna be i felt strongly about this episode but also i want to just i'm just i'm really genuinely curious like yeah if there are people out there like i said who have who hated it have revisited and if they still feel that way um Anyway, we need to do the thing that we do. Did you have any other final thoughts? Uh, no. I think we're okay. good. Let's do let's do the who be thrown in. Let's do who be What the fuck? How did that happen? <laughs> Where he last <laughs> left off? <laughs> Boy, it has been a couple weeks since we last recorded and also my memory, I do not remember things. Where we last left off with who be thrown in uh, Tyrion Lannister had taken his first number one spot in what has got to be about. How did that happen, Scott? Tell us, tell us how we decided I on that. Could not even begin to tell you. Listen, go listen to that episode. I guess Daenerys, uh, Targaryen, Stormborn was at two. Sansa Stark was at three. My fucking guy, Braun. So happy to see him at four. I have a feeling that was mostly me. And then five was Jamie motherfucking Lannister um okay wow I this is might be a very tough episode to do Zach I haven't given this zero thoughts have you uh yeah no I okay. I can think of one actually I straight I know away. I know who's yeah, gonna oh, make I can the think list. of three straight okay. away well, I just pulled up two, I just pulled up two Sandor okay who are you thinking I'm thinking Daenerys and Sandor. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I 100% agree on both of those. Braun comes like, down. I, He's I think this Daenerys, uh, in my opinion, I think Daenerys takes the top spot in this episode. That's People are going to see that and be probably so confused, but I Look, do not like, at disagree At this point, it's you. not a positioning. Well, and even if it is a positioning thing, she fucking won. No, that's true. <laughs> you know, like, but for me, it's just... Amelia Clark and Daenerys's actions and depiction was just so interesting and just the the crux of this episode being fantastic. No, I I agree. I think she for sure like obviously makes the list and I think you might be right about her being the top. Uh I think so the other two that I've pulled down here but that were on the list last week. I think Tyrion and Jamie both have a strong case to make the list. Uh, who else are you thinking? Do you think Cersei? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I I loved the ending with her and Jamie, but I just I don't know if that justifies her making this particular. To be honest, list. I don't know that there's a lot of other like power. What about Arya? 
when I when earlier when I said I have three and then I was like, ah, eh, no, maybe I just have two. I was thinking Arya, and then I also like because of her scene with Sandor. Mm-hmm. But then also I was like, I didn't really love her this episode. Yeah, you didn't love the rest of it. Oh shit! I know. Oh, this guy's got to make the list. Varys. I thought about that. I feel straight. What's, pretty what's your reason? Uh, like, I just, I think the ending, or excuse me, the beginning of this episode was so strong. And it was like, well, Sansa, Sansa and Tyrion were very good too. It was like 40% him. It was like Varys, Daenerys, and uh, Tyrion just like triple team carrying the first, what, 20 minutes? Of this episode, yeah, I I th- I think his ending, I think everything he did was just so him, so his character, and I love Varys, and I think he went out like a champ, and I think he absolutely needs to make this I th- list. I think I could shake to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Because honestly, I'm looking through here. I we don't have a ton of candidates. I. Don't think John, for example, makes this list. John didn't do anything he this didn't episode. Really do anything. I'm torn a little bit on Arya. Uh I was just thinking, is Arya who we drop? So for the audio listeners, who we have in contention right now is Arya, Varys, Daenerys, uh, Sandor, Tyrion, and Jamie. So that is six. I'm looking through the list here. I think it's just those six that we have to worry about. Uh, so many people are dead. Like there, there's so many people on my list. Yeah. Now. I'm like a dead, 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 dead. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. So of these, is Arya who you would drop over? I mean, I think. It's it's Tyrion's her, Jamie, other... or Tyrion. Well, now Tyrion's scenes are very good. Tyrion's scenes are because he also good. has the Jamie scene. He also oh, has my the God. He has the moment with Varys. He has Daenerys scenes. I think Tyrion for sure says. I yeah, think it's between Tyrion Jamie and it. Arya that we drop. Okay, just so that listeners and watchers know that we're at least paying dues here. Arya's scene with Sandor was truly unbelievable. So good. It was so good. However, the way that I view that scene is that it was Sandor's scene. Like, Sandor commanded it. He did. Maisie Williams' acting was so good, though. I mean, I look, I that's not I'm not disputing that. And I'm I'm not saying that her acting was not as good as yeah. or anything like that. I'm just saying that like the performance in that scene was Sandor. Like that like it was yeah. his like look at me. Like that Yeah. That sold that sold it for me. She did have a really good moment with that horse though. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And that's Arya's the reason gone. why we yeah. take it off the list. <laughs> that's why we take it off. That's so cool. All right. I, I think <laughs> I agree with you. I think this is our five. I think it's Jamie, Tyrion, 
Sandor, Daenerys, and Varys. Are I you're you feel pretty strongly about Daenerys going one? I'm like I'm like pretty fucking sure of Danny being number one spot. I think my the biggest argument I would have would be Sandor. Um but to get me, me of all people, as invested in her as I was this episode, I think. And also, if you just want to think about how the aspect of this that, you know, power, you know, who be thrown in. Yeah, I think I think it she has quite to be. literally. Yeah, she is she, thrown in. She's fucking melting shit. Um, Sandor second. This is Sandor this second. Is a, yeah, this that's is no contest. That's that's easy peasy. It's definitely Sandor second. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Every goddamn time. It's it's inevitable. Uh Sandor goes to who do you think goes next? Who do you think goes three out of Jamie, Varys, and Tyrion? For me, it's Tyrion. Tyrion had more great scenes. Um a- Agreed. After the first half of the episode, he didn't really do much, though. Not that I have a problem with that. Okay, same with Varys. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you got me there, brother. Uh, Varys has a a very good reason for that, but I'll I'll, I'll shake it. For me, it's it's Tyrion, Jamie, Varys in that order. (sighs) No, I, I don't think I can put Varys at five. What was that maneuver you just I mean did? I just I just think he's at five. I Jamie scene with Tyrion. Oh man, Tyrion or Varys has great scenes with yeah, Tyrion too. Fucking Varys, dude. Well, he has one short. I, just re- I was I about know. to say, and he goes out like a badass, but then I realized Jamie also goes out. In this episode damn he doesn't he doesn't jamie doesn't go out like a badass though. that's true it's a very he just goes out fitting end Man, i'm okay I, with jamie at five okay. varus at four if that's what I, you're feeling I, that's what i'm feeling i can't believe yeah i'm gonna put jamie in his final episode at five that makes me feel a little bad but... i mean this is not i don't think this is where i expected us to end up but Looking at it, I think this kinda is the makes only sense, way. Though. Yeah, it kind of does make sense. Okay, I think that's our list. Uh, for for the audio listeners out there, that is Jamie Lannister at five, Varys at four, Tyrion Lannister at three, Sandor Clegane. Boy, three people, deaths making the list this week. Sandor Clegane at two, and Daenerys Stormborn Targaryen titles titles taking the top spot. Uh shocking upset from her i think <laughs> not at all uh scott that's who be thrown in for this week i think you and i need to say our rating at the same time i'm terrified to rate this episode i'm oh, let's just do it all right say it. first thing that comes hold on to hold on let me think let me think let me think are you gonna are you gonna count down like three two one say it three two one go yeah three two one but we say it on go. Don't say go. Yes. We just three, two, one. Yeah, yeah. Eh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold, hold. Fuck. 
All right. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, nine. nine. Holy shit. Fuck you, dude. And that's the end of the episode. I can't believe it. I can't fucking believe it. Nines. Hey, season eight kind of good, (laughs) y'all. Season eight might be good, guys. That is going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening, watching, subscribing, and liking. Do not forget to send in your submissions for our uh, Game of Thrones recap episode. Uh, Be sure to share your hot takes. Call us out on our bullshit and just participate in the conversation. We love you guys. See you guys next time. Why did I do a hand heart? I don't do that. Fun times.